We're ready? Yeah, about as ready for the USA basketball team for the Olympics. <laughs> Is that... I don't know. Is that ready? <laughs> no. no. Oh, well, all right. Let's get into it then. Today, we're going to start today's uh, show off by playing Two Truths and a Lie. Uh, we'll talk about the billionaire space race, UFOs, and uh, we'll end all of it by giving our thoughts on the new Space Jam. Uh, after that, we'll talk a little more seriously about things we think should be taught in high school, and we'll end the episode by talking a little uh, college football. So, uh, as always, I am Hoot Hobbs. My right-hand man to the left, C. Wayne. What's poppin'? And, of course, our producer, Brandon Torres. Sup. All right, guys, let's get into it. Let's play Two Truths and a Lie. So, um, in lieu of doing our, uh, our list this week, uh, I've had a request that we play Two Truths and a Lie. So, let's do it. Colby, start us out. Give me three facts. Okay. Well, two facts, one lie. Well, either way, just yeah. spit them like they're all facts, son. Okay. I've gone to three different colleges in two years. I own more pairs of designer and colorful socks than any other clothing I have. <laughs> the last one. <laughs> you forgot the last one. Yeah, it's a really good fact. <laughs> skip. Skip? Brandon. Uh, can we do that? Can we just skip? <laughs> Brandon, uh, uh, the one you were going to tell us was the lie. Yeah, because it's hard no. to think of lies. <laughs> Wait, I got it. I got it. I remember it now. <laughs> I am ambidextrous. Yeah, that's a lie. No. The college thing. No. The socks. Why I don't, would I have more pairs of colorful socks than I would any other clothing? I don't know. You have a lot yeah, of... You, like, I do. I also have a lot of shirts. Got us by technicality. <laughs> yeah, I was like... But I have, I've man, gone, to three, bogus, I've gone to three colleges in two years. Oh, I knew that. Yeah, tech, <laughs> old Tejas, and Ufus. All right, Bernie, go ahead. All right. I dropped out of high school. That's believable. I have a sister. Yeah, I know her. I almost died in a motorcycle accident. I uh, see this. That sounds like it's true because <laughs> it's well, so I, sad. I say, you can't lie about I, that because people I, I, have I was died. actually there to witness the last one. Okay, so so true. I know that he did. In fact, he skull fracture. It was oh a big deal. Goodness. It was bad. We were we were riding actually was, right up here in Lavaca. I was like, there's no way you lie about death because no. we talk about a lot of dead people on <laughs> the show. We do. R.I.P. Uh, but okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and say, <clears throat> where'd you go to school at? Hold on. Southside. He dropped out. You have a, you don't have a sister. No. Yeah, I say you have brothers. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. Am. Okay. So yeah, you don't identify for them. <laughs> I. What is what? What is that? What is that? What is it? What, what does they that even mean? Be, they could be his sister <laughs> if they wanted to. We, we should have named this episode. What are we even doing? <laughs> right. Part two. Yeah. Part. Part. Duh. Part uh, thirty-five. Okay. So are you gonna? Oh wait, you've already done it. Yeah. Okay, you've already done it. Okay, yeah. so it's my turn. I right? am ambidextrous, slightly. Okay, fair enough. You, yeah, actually, you do have a pretty yeah. good left-handed uh, free throw. Free throw is, is is actually pretty good. Okay, so let me. Um, okay, I, I I I got it. I got my three. Um, I have broken both of my wrists. Okay, I have, <laughs> I have cut a truck, literally in half. And had to piece it back together to drive it the next day. And I... I lost it. Oh, God. Oh, I have been to both oceans. On, you know, on either side of the, the U.S. Pacific I guess I should and say. Atlantic? Yeah, the Pacific and Atlantic. Of flying over it doesn't count. Flying over it does not count. No, touching the sand. I know he's been to the east one for sure because his military base was over there. Mm -hmm. I know that for a fact. 
That's why I'm... <clears throat> Atlantic, it's covered. I know the truck one's probably true, knowing him. <laughs> Don't even doubt that one. The <laughs> wrist one, I'm like, that one's not even a question. That's, that's, idiot. that's fact. I'm pretty sure the wrist one is true, too. How? How not? I've done it to both ankles. At the same time? <laughs> Did he say the same time? I didn't say no, the same time. No, he didn't say no. the same time. Well, it's okay, not the okay. truck one. It could be the truck I'm one. I'm going to go with the last one. The oceans? The oceans. Click your wrist for me. <laughs> Answer the question. Wrist. You think it's a wrist, and you think it's ocean. Yes. I know you've been to the Atlantic. Wrist is correct. I have only broken my left wrist. Yes, see, sir. I'm say, and I wish we had cameras because everyone could see this. Watch this bone right here. Oh, oh, that's why I went to touch it. still does that gross That's why I went to touch it because yeah. he always showed us in basketball practice. Yeah. Uh, no, I was actually uh, in the process of bagging um, a 1999 Ford F-150, regular cab, short bed, and I was putting the notches in. And uh, I was not the welder that I am today back when I was 16. And it broke. Like, my truck broke in half. That's amazing. And wow. what's crazy is I called my dad, who is not a mechanic, not an auto body, whatever, not a frame specialist. He's just a welder like me. And he was like, uh, let's see. Let's measure this, measure that. All right, yeah, let's uh, let's just weld it up. He welds it. We throw the bed back on it, and I'm talking not one bolt hole out of alignment. And it looked perfect. I was like, what did you just do? <laughs> but, work well under pressure. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess so. Well, he does, not me. He's the one who fixed it. I was going, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm new. I don't know <laughs> what to do. Please, please, please don't fire me. <laughs> yeah. He's like, fire you. You don't even work here. I was like, I was talking about it as your son. He's like, I never hired you. Leave. You know, I'm, <laughs> Go I'm home. Yeah, I'm kidding. But uh, but yeah, so there, there we go. We, we've, we've done our part. We've played two trees and a lie. So let's get into uh, the billionaire space race, um, who we were talking about it last week. And for those of you who may not uh, be aware, we record on Mondays and we release on Fridays. That's why current events are kind of tough because we're always, by the time we, re we release, we're already behind everything. But either way, we're going to talk about it. So um, last Monday when we were recording, the day before, July 11th, uh, Richard Branson yeah, uh, yes, I he, believe he had achieved uh, like topospheric level space yeah. with something that he had launched. Yep, yeah, he did. And then the following Wednesday, we launched our bravest and <laughs> baldest, I, I, baldest, and probably richest uh, person to uh, space, Jeff Bezos, um, who, uh, if nothing else. I think that we owe Jeff Bezos a debt of gratitude, and I'll explain why. Some people are like, oh, because he was the one who achieved, you know. I'm like, eh, no, Richard Branson did that first. They're like, oh, okay, well, uh, is it because of that? No. He provided us with the dankest memes to ever uh, surface. I mean, everything from Austin Powers 2 with Dr. Evil in a spacesuit is fantastic. I mean, you know, the one you sent me where he's laying down, it's like, I'm going to tell my kids this is Jeff Bezos. I thought that was fantastic. I, I, I thought it was him. <laughs> it looked yeah, just I like him. didn't even know the difference. <laughs> it looked just like him. I've never seen Austin Powers. He's like, okay, so, so is, is this actually him or is this a meme? This I was is like, amazing. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so anyway, um, I did a little reading on it. And uh, it, what's crazy to me is this. Like, uh, Elon Musk is not really in the conversation. And that's strange because all anyone's talked about is Elon Musk and SpaceX and all that kind of stuff. And then, like, I don't know, 
Elon's just like hanging out. He's like, yeah, we'll see if if you guys have any problems, we'll see if there's any bugs I need to work out or something. Mm -hmm. uh, but they're talking about, you know, basically passenger flights to space, mm -hmm. which is awesome. And it costs like a hundred thousand. Well, it said that it was going to be two to $250,000 per ticket. But Richard Branson has also said that he believes that number will have to go up. So you're probably looking at a million-dollar ticket to space to an 11-minute ride through space. It's not. I mean, so it's not for people like us, you know, who can't imagine what a million dollars is. It's for people like Lil Uzi Vert putting a $4 million rock in the middle of his forehead. It's for people with spare cash like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Donald Trump? Uh, you know, I mean... He's not dumb enough to do that. I, I don't know. I mean, I gotta say, I, I don't know if it's dumb enough, but if it's dumb enough, I'm dumb enough. If I had the money, I'd be like, yes, shoot me into space. This would be awesome. I don't know. It'd be, it, it would be cool. But uh, Richard Branson made a, you know, on his flight, he made a statement to like all the kids watching back home, you know, all the kids with a dream. He says, you know, I was a kid with a dream and now I'm an adult in space. And he goes, so imagine what you can do. And I was like, you know, that's a pretty cool message to send back to folks. And I mean, all you got to have is billions of dollars. A small loan of <laughs> and, a million dollars yeah. from your father. And, and a, you know, a dollar and a dream. Yeah, you can, Batman hasn't taught us anything. It's that a billion dollars can accomplish a lot of things. Yeah, that's very true. That is very true. Okay. So, I mean, as far as the SpaceX things go, like, I don't know if Elon Musk is just laying the cut or if he's I, having problems. It's or, my understanding that he's not in the space race per se what he is wanting is colonization he actually intends on investing his time in being able to not only achieve space travel but actually live up there so that that's kind of where his aim is his his end game is colonization of i don't know mars yeah i think it's mars okay see that's that was going to be my next question is if it was going to be colonization i i I know that I've heard Elon Musk talk about colonization before, but I didn't ever know if it was like Mars or if it was like a space station type of thing. Or, I think really that's what he wants, or at least his dream is to be able to live in space, not just achieve space travel, but you know live there. But these other billionaires making it like it's uh, you know something that you could take your family on an eleven-minute trip to space. It's that's funny. Yeah, I would say it, it, it's a very cool idea, mm -hmm. but it's not feasible because seriously, unless you are you know, top tier earning brackets. You're not, you're not going, you know, it, whatever. But, uh, is it just me who thinks it? But I mean, it's, it's a little pretentious, right? Absolutely. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So since, since we know about those, uh, I saw a funny meme, uh, because memes are the greatest thing in, in billionaire space travel. But one of them was what if the UFO sightings from last year were, just billionaires from other countries, uh, or from excuse me, from other planets. <laughs> I was like, <gasps> maybe. Who knows? Some of those declassified that some of that footage that was declassified last year was really interesting. If you just watch it for what it is, you know, UFO footage and some of the documents, it leads a lot of questions that people that have been suspicious for years that the government's hiding aliens from the public. It kind of, you know, leans in their favor, but at the same time, it's declassified military documents. I'm sure you've seen them yourself before. Just when, and they yeah. redact so much that. Right. What am I really reading? Yeah, yeah, it's like it says right here the and but throughout seven. 
you know what that means, don't you? I'm like, no, because you didn't read all the stuff that's blacked out. Nobody knows what that means. It's a code. But, <laughs> sorry, I, I might be making fun of the conspiracy, you know, the foil hat conspiracy, guys. I mean, just because it's a conspiracy does not mean it's not true. But it probably means it's true. Well, I mean, I... I, I mean, Whatever. <laughs> but anyway, so the, the point is this. We, we've had our UFO sightings last year that even like CNN reported on, all this kind of stuff, because we were all like, what? Of course, because it's 2020, there's UFOs now. Like, what yeah. is going on? Massive right? spiders. There's those memes hornets. about like everything. Yeah, murder hornet. Yeah, I was going to say, murder hornet? Like, that's the name y'all picked? I mean, we got them. Technically, the giant Asian wasps. Those yeah. things are like, you can't see me, but they're like three inches. Yeah, they're, they're big. So I, I guess the question, the begging question is this. Are we alone in the universe? No. See, Wayne By says no. By no means. By no means. You, you think... No. Why are we the only anomaly? I, I'm not arguing with We're you. Not. I'm just... So, you, so you're, you're a big time. Like, you believe that there is life outside of Earth. 100%. Okay, cool. You got to like... Thing you want to back that with, or just that's uh, how you feel? Like I mean. in each, well, not even in each um, galaxy, but like, well, in each galaxy, there's like the the closest one is like Kepler. It's the exact same as Earth. Like the atmosphere, there's plants, there's water. Like they've seen it on a micro or a telescope that there's like plants and it's sustainable for life. And there's a bunch of those, and I don't think we're the only people here. I mean, that's that's a I think that's that's people, a pretty valid uh, explanation. I mean, that's that's my opinion on it as well. That science does dictate that there's absolutely so so many infathomable, infinite w- possibilities that beyond our own galaxy that, of course, I believe life exists. Now, do I believe that little green men are no. visiting us? No. No. Right. Right. Okay. So let me let me put it to you like this because this is always kind of one of my uh, favorite conversations to have with some uh, church folks. Because uh, I mean, you guys know I'm I'm active in my church. I I, I look, you know love Jesus. That's my thing. Um, but, like, a lot of times there's, like, no, God created man. And I'm, like, right. No, I'm not arguing that at all. Um, and, like, please forgive the way I'm going to say this because it's going to come off. It's probably a crude way of putting it, but it's not, like, nasty or anything. But, anyway, like, I'm a man, right? And I have a truck that I drive to and from work. It's my daily driver. It's my truck, right? Mm-hmm. But I also have another truck that is kind of ugly and I drive it sometimes, but it's like my project. So it's my, it's my side project, right? So we're God's side project. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know us, them, something. I mean, I think that there's here, here's, here's what I'll say. I don't know that there's enough evidence to prove that there's life outside of us, but I don't know that there's enough proof to say that there's not either. Mm -hmm. You know, I just think it's still a big unknown. Do I think that it's plausible if you use, uh, you know, the odds of it being true are actually in your favor. I mean, everything is, as far as we know, is infinite. Yeah. So, I mean, I would say that there's the likelihood of there being life outside of Earth, I would say is, uh, and I'm not just talking about bacteria on Mars, I'm talking about intelligent life. I think that it's it's possible. Same, that, that's the same boat that I'm in as well. What my question really is, though, is all these people that do exist in our society that believe that uh, people from other planets or other galaxies or wherever, they actually visit the Earth, they visit specific people, they believe that there's, like, implants and alien technology left behind and all of those kind. Does any of that at all, like, 
strike a chord with you whatsoever when you're watching, you know, the crazy alien documentaries <laughs> on, like, the History Channel? Um, why do you say that? Like, you know I watch documentaries on the History Channel. Oh, I'm just assuming. <laughs> but I do watch uh, documentaries uh, Me too, yeah. on the History DVR Channel. DVR, yeah. Finding Bigfoot later. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I say, love that one. There's a squatch in these woods. Anyway. Um, Woodpecker. Pecking on the wood. Yeah, there he is. Squatch. But uh, not, like... I don't know, man. It doesn't like strike a chord in me because, like, I guess it's the same attitude I have towards everything else. I'm like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> you know, I don't really like care. I'm one of the most uninteresting people to talk about this kind of stuff too because they're like, well, do you believe there's life on other planets? I'm like, oh, maybe. Like, well, do you think we're alone in the galaxy? Man, I could be. Yeah, people are like, could you give us something? I'm like, I did. That's all I can give. Yeah, I don't a know. Definite answer. Yeah, that's always been my issue as well. Whenever people ask me those things, because I always seem to have such blasé opinions about stuff like that. But it's the truth. I'm of that same mindset that if there is, cool. If there isn't, cool. It doesn't really affect me directly until you know I actually see a little green man come I down and you visit get me. Sucked up and probed. Yeah, that that's what. <laughs> like, is there a sign up sheet or? <laughs> no, but I hundred percent believe that the aliens have visited before. Hundred percent. The pyramids, okay, the Egyptians depicted in the rock sculptures, like, you know, they drew all that stuff. I forgot what it's called, but, like, hieroglyphics. hieroglyphics. Yeah, hieroglyphics. You should have paid attention in history. I should have. You just paid attention I in science fall, fiction. I fall asleep mostly yeah. in those, those shows. But, like, they depict, like, things flying above helping them move stuff. And, like, how could Egyptians move those massive limestone rocks that high up? I'm going to go ahead and tell you this right now. Ain't no way. Uh, first off, uh, they called them Hebrews. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> but, uh, slave labor? Yeah. Uh, anyway. But we can, yeah. we or can, aliens, whatever. You know, hey, can, let's, let's take that away from them. I don't think all of that. I don't think, it was, I don't think it was only them. Though. All right, that's fair that's enough. That's fair enough. But can, can I at least say this, that I don't know here nor there, but if there is like alien life and they ever come here, please, dear God, let it be like the movie Mars Attacks. Because, like, all we got to do is listen to some cranked-up yodeling music if they get out of line, you know? <laughs> uh, if you've never seen that movie, Colby, you need to go watch it. It's a fantastic... It's terrible, but it's an awesomely bad movie. It's got a star-studded cast, All though. kinds of celebrities. Oh, man. yeah. Jack Nicholson, Pierce Brosnan. Uh, I don't Liam know. Liam Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh, you know, the only thing would have made it better is put Liam Neeson in there. I don't know why I have to change my voice that every time I say Liam Neeson, but comes natural. Yeah, man, feels right. Yeah, he's gonna rustle the cattle's. <laughs> he was in that. Uh, what was that movie called? He was in a western. It doesn't matter. That's way off subject. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, scrub it. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the podcast. All right. So uh, <laughs> for real though. <laughs> All right, so since since we've talked that, let's talk about one more space alien type thing. Even though it's not space anymore. Or alien. Or alien anymore. It's just algorithms and computing. But anyway, the new version of Space Jam. Um, Boo. I'm not going to disagree. I'm not going to disagree. It, like, as far as... A, you've watched it, yeah? Yes. Okay. So uh, if you haven't watched it, I don't know, spoiler alert, and maybe uh, click through or something, or I don't know, or just don't watch it. The movie itself uh, isn't bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, as far as a kid movie goes, and I know a lot of, like, especially conservatives are like, I ain't gonna watch nothing with LeBron James in it. And, like, I don't necessarily blame you because, like, I, whatever, 
you know, but uh, as far as just being a kid's movie, it's pretty good. Um, uh, you know, if, if we're going to do the comparison, which a lot of people are making the comparison, it's it's not the same. It, it shouldn't be compared because it's not the same. Uh, in fact, in the movie, the only people who acknowledge that there was ever a Space Jam prior are like the Looney Tunes. No one else seems to know what happened or, you know, care. But anyway, I don't know. It... I don't even really want to go into a lot of detail about it. It just, I don't know. It, it kind of fell flat. It was a good enough movie. Kids, I think, would enjoy it, but... Uh, they enjoy every movie. Uh, right, especially ones like that, because there's a lot of effects. There's a lot of, you know, stuff going on. It's, it, it's entertaining, but, I, like, would I watch it again? Nah. Have I watched the old version of Space Jam 150 times? Yeah. But that's because, like, Michael I don't know. I, I, it's, it's not even that. I, I, like, I think I just liked the first movie better i think i like the story better i know that sounds silly talking about a children's movie but i don't know i think the i think the old one stood the test of time i think the new one's kind of i don't know soft yeah i mean you know just soft man all right so what uh what what i sent to you guys earlier this week or i guess not earlier this week the later part of last week something i want to talk about was nine classes that should be mandatory in high school and yes i found it on this on the old space box you know uh but like i looked at it and i was like whatever what, oh hey actually that's really cool so i'm just going to read these off and then we'll kind of discuss it if, if you guys are, are down so um number one was accounting number two money management number three taxes uh, number four, build and keep good credit. Uh, number five, which I think is really important, picking the right career. Uh, then, of course, nutrition, self-defense, time management, and self-confidence. So, let us discuss. No, my two majors in college covered eight out of those nine. Yeah, right. Well, let me let me ask you this. Um, and it's okay if the answer is yes. I just want to know, mm-hmm. do you feel like um, your high school education readied you for college? My senior year, one class. One class. Yeah. One class your senior year. Yeah. Personal finance. Personal finance, okay. Uh, what about you, B? Because, I mean, I know that especially a lot of things on that list you do for a living. Yeah, no, no, absolutely not. Uh, I recall in, like, the eighth grade I had a – maybe a semester of a class that had even covered just how to you know do your own taxes and that benefit it helped me whenever I actually got out on my own and having to do taxes for myself for the first time the fact that I had that class helped me understand that I knew this was going to happen and this is what I was supposed to do I had many people that I graduated with that didn't have that same luxury they had to you know immediately try to find a CPA right uh and I'm 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 one of those. I have a. I have to pay an accountant to do all my stuff because, and, and I don't think it's necessarily because I can't. It's more because I don't want to. Time. But yeah. But uh, I, I will say this: there, there's two. Um, there's two on this list that I don't necessarily should be taught as a class per se, mm-hmm. but uh, you can get two in one in an extracurricular, which I know that um, Lavaca High School, a, at least they were offering it. I don't know if they still are, but they had like Taekwondo or something. Yeah. I well, took that in seventh grade. Yeah. I would say, but you know, uh, martial arts is a really good way of, uh, you know, being able to learn how, you know, learn self-defense and to build self-confidence. Uh, and so, I mean, as far as those go, I would say if you're looking for something for those, extracurriculars are really where you pick that up and self-defense starts at home 
you know, I mean, facts. Sports can help with that too. Sports can help with that because it, because once again, that helps build your self confidence when Nutrition you're confident as well. Yeah, right. So, um, but anyway, the big ones for me, I think, were the first five. Uh, you know, the, the last four are really good and I think time management's really important, but once again, extracurriculars can kind of help with that. Uh, but as far as anything goes, I mean, if they had some kind of, um, personal finance class, like you, like you were talking about, Mm -hmm. uh, that would teach you things like accounting and money management taxes, uh, how to build your credit and, and keep your credit when it, when it is good. Um, and picking the right career, I think are all really important because, uh, you know, like for me, I didn't go to college. I went to a vocational school. I learned a trade. I work in that trade today. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, I really like the idea of, um, you know, picking the right career because it, it tells you, okay, well, you know, I want to be a doctor. I think that's what's right for me. You know, I've taken these, you know, I don't know, standardized tests, whatever. And it says, you know, or, or a career path, uh, exams, they've, they've done those in the past. You know, okay. Yeah. I'd be, I, I want to be a doctor and doctors on my list. So yeah, I want to go to school. So I have to go to college. So I have to go to med school, blah, blah, blah. And then you become a doctor and you're a successful doctor and you make lots of money and, and you're good. That's great. But someone like me, who was, and I didn't, but if I was like, I want to be a doctor, uh, I got news for you. Uh, I don't particularly like, uh, messing with sick and or injured people. So that wouldn't have been a good fit. Right. Um, you know, I, I had in my head once upon a time, I was like, I'm going to be a teacher and a coach, but I didn't like school. Right. So I was going to finish high school just so I could go to a university Okay, so I was going to get out of school so I could go to school, so I could get a job in a school and work in a school for the rest of my life. Yeah, so that, that kind of put the damper on that for me. You know, so, you know, then I, I kind of bugged out with the whole, like, oh, man, I, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Problem is, I'm, I'm grown up, so i got to figure it out. And, and that's when you met me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bad decision. Yeah. And here we are 10 years later. Actually, you know, good members of society and, and solid citizens. Yeah, Easy I know it's quite good. a quite a turnaround there. Yeah, right. Yeah, turnaround with the good. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we turned out a lot better than what we could have. Um, but yeah, man. So I, I finally picked the right career for me. So, but you know, if I'd have maybe had a little guidance in high school, you know, and I'm not blaming it all on the schools. I mean, have you ever met a 15, 16 year old kid, especially a guy? They have no idea what they want for lunch, much less what they're going to do Right, the and life. then if you're like, hey, let's have a conversation, they're like, all right, and they don't hear yeah. anything you say because they're on their phone. And God forbid that they're in a relationship because, you know, they're going to oh, be in that bro. relationship for the rest <laughs> of their life. Oh, yeah, they are getting married as soon as they graduate, and they're going to live happily ever after. It doesn't work out. So we'll just we'll just let you talk about it for a few minutes, Colby, because, I mean, you're you're – not too far out of high school. You're in your sophomore, sophomore year. year of college. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two years out. Fresh out. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. So t- t- speak on it. So man. my senior year, we had a personal finance class and I wanted to take it because I've always been into math, money, finance, <laughs> taxes, accounting. That's mainly what made me want to be an accountant is because I took that class and like it helped me understand it and I found it really, I found it really interesting. 
and it taught me like how to do all the things on the list, like the first five, the accounting, the money management, the taxes, the credit, and then the picking the right career. Obviously, I picked the right career, I think, because it's I'm in my second year of college for it, and I've already got a job laid out for when I graduate. Right. I just have to move two hours away. Right. But I just I think time management, self confidence would have been the biggest two in high school. Really? No call. No high school kid wants to pay attention to accounting, unless right. they want to do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. I'll give you that. So what what two did you say you think could be the biggest help? Time management and self-confidence. Really? Yeah, because once you get out on your own, it's lonely. Well, yeah, but don't you think that, like, like for instance, like organized sports, doesn't that teach mm-hmm. you both of those, time management and self-confidence? Yeah, but you have a coach right. to help you, like, get on you for that right. when you're on your own. So you're talking about learning how to be a self-motivator. Yeah. No one gets on you for... Being lazy oh no! I, yeah, I would say, believe me, I I know I'm 32. And I'm still lazy yeah. at the house. You're yeah. late to your job. You get fired. You don't get coached up. Yeah, no, you're I, you're right. You're right. Yeah, and, and I I think that that's uh, and one of the keys to being successful also is to have confidence in yourself mm-hmm. that you can accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. And if you don't see something going through, it's not going to work. That's right. Hey, that I promise you, 100. percent That's truth. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be able to. You know, visualize the win. Every shot, you, know, you got to think's going in. Yeah, that's right. One only might go in out of the hundred if you're Lance, but that one went in. That's true, but I knew that one was going in. He did, just like the ninety-nine. He thought. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't lack in in confidence. I have an over fallacy of confidence. I have I have confidence <laughs> overflowing for me usually. What? Usually that is so like I am shocked like because he was telling me earlier. He's like, you know, when it comes to being humble, I'm probably the humblest. That there is, yeah. you know what I'm saying, uh, you know. So there's that. I'm C- probably the C- Wayne, most humble pro- best person. Yeah, I Yeah, probably the king of humility. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody that is more humble than I am. Yeah, I don't right. think even think it's possible for someone to be as <laughs> humble as I am. You're looking at me. <laughs> oh my god! All right, <laughs> golly. All right, so let's do what we do, man. Let's let's talk college football. <clears throat> it is on the way. Thirty three days. Thirty three days. That's right. 33 days, and, and then it is it is the most wonderful time of the year. If you're a good team fan. I, hey, you know what, man? I'm a Razorback fan through and through, and I, I still think. look forward. And, and you know what? Same situation. At the beginning of every game, I'm like, oh, yeah, we got it. We're going to win I this I do that one. every time, too. We're going to win this one. Like, then it gets Alabama. Like, it's, it's Arkansas versus Bama. I'm like, oh, yeah. No, we're – yeah. Alabama's we're third string is Lightning bigger. in a bottle. <laughs> yeah, lightning in a bottle. That's <laughs> it, baby. And then, like, by halftime, I'm like, I leave 42 to nothing. This is crazy. <laughs> we got the second half. Yeah, we got the second half. We're, gonna, we're a comeback team anyway. Like, Ooh, look, reruns of Martin. <laughs> Martin. I love that show. I got three teams, though, when I watch football. So, usually one of them does good. Okay, so who are your three teams? Arkansas, because I'm from Arkansas. Right. Oklahoma, because my dad's side family's from Oklahoma. And then I like Oklahoma State, which both my right. sides of my family hate them. So I'm like right. alone, but I like them a lot. So you like to troll them by enjoying, you know, every time that team wins and they hate it, you're like rubbing it in Oh, yeah. He's like, go Pokes. We're like, what? <laughs> what is that? What? He's like, it's an OSU thing. I'm like, oh, that's why. Gross. Every time Oklahoma is. and Oklahoma State play, I get upset, but I'm happy at the end of the game. Because if OU wins, I'm glad because OU won. But if uh, Oklahoma State loses, I'm upset. But if it's the other way, I, I, it's never a good ending in those games because I'm going to be upset and I'm going to be happy at the end of it. 
screws me. He's just melancholy all through. Yeah, I'm like, oh, all yeah. All through football Oklahoma season. Oklahoma scored. Crap, Oklahoma scored. <laughs> yeah, he's just melancholy throughout the whole game. Just, yeah. I don't know how I feel. And I'm colorblind. <laughs> Somebody scores, he doesn't know to cheer. I'm colorblind, so I don't know who did what usually until it pops up on the scoreboard and I can see the OU symbol or the Oklahoma State symbol because their jerseys look the same. That's fair enough. All right, so let's talk about this. And I know it's just rumored right now, but it's floating around the internet like crazy. Is them like basically deleting the Big 12? Yeah. And like us absorbing four of the teams into the SEC? Uh, Let me Or two of the teams? The SEC accepts two, yeah. Okay, so it's Texas and OU is what Texas and Oklahoma will be the two they wanted, right? Yeah. But that actually is a possibility. They'll they'll keep the Big – it would be the Big 12 would go to the Big 8 because there's only 10 in there right now. But four teams have to deny it, and then they can't join. Cause you have to have 11 out of 14 to accept it. And they think the four teams would be Arkansas, obviously, because they don't like Texas. Um, Missouri, because they ran away from Oklahoma and Texas. Texas A&M, because they ran away from Texas. And then they said Alabama or Auburn would, but just because they're the powerhouses of the SEC, like they're the bigger-name schools. Yeah. And they don't want big-name schools like Oklahoma and Texas to come in and try to control it like Texas controls the Big 12. Because yeah, the hook em horns, you can't do hook em horns anymore. Yeah, didn't Texas threaten to go independent not long ago? Yeah. yeah Texas which, is a bunch of babies. I might say, but the, I will talk about that because you did, you talk about the hook em horns mm-hmm. thing. You know, it's it's okay to hold the horns up, hook em horns. But if you go horns down, which has always been. Yeah, which a, is the only way I ride. Yeah, right. OU has always done it. Anytime, anytime anyone besides Texas plays against Texas. You know what I'm saying? Unless it's a, 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 a what, orange and white game. Spring game. Yeah, you know, unless it's that. Everyone does it. Everyone goes horns down. They're like, oh, you can't do that. I was like, Cancel. Why? <laughs> yeah, can't, but it is, isn't it? It's a form of it. Yeah. Now, it it's not an extreme form. It's more of a... It's annoying, though. Well... It takes the fun out of the game. There's no... If I can't, can't hook them horns down, what's the fun of watching Texas lose? I, you know... Watching I, them lose. I, there you go. It's ridiculous. Well, there's that. That's why they don't want them in the <laughs> SEC. It's because they're like babies. Well, like I said, I, I actually don't care. Everyone's like, oh, man, it sucks, man. Just two more teams to beat Arkansas. I was like, first off, there's a couple things. One more team. Texas is debatable. Well, I, and I'm, I'm going to probably ruffle some feathers of any a lot of people that listen to this, but it's the truth. I think that uh, – now, I'm not talking about Arkansas. Okay, I'm not talking about Arkansas. OU is definitely a better football team than the Arkansas Razorbacks, at least as they stand as of now. Well, I might change my opinion after this season. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But uh, the the big thing I have is that OU and Texas are the powerhouses of, like, the Big 12, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the best players That's on the special school. Like having like, being the guy with the cleanest hands, but you have leprosy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay, that's super cool. That's um, like Ohio State in the Big 10. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah, you know, it's like, you okay. You every game? Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, the Big 12, I'm sorry, the SEC is probably one of the most powerful conferences oh, in NCAA football. And once again, everyone's like, okay, Arkansas couldn't beat OU. I'm like, I'm not, I, I'm talking more about Alabama, but, you know, that's cool. Uh, SEC does not mean Arkansas. But I love that that's where they go to. I do, too. I, 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 I actually do like that they go there because I'm usually like, please... Just let me be humble enough to keep my mouth shut, and then when that game comes and we win, I can be like, "Oh, huh? I didn't, I didn't. Who won? I didn't, I didn't even see it." While I'm wearing like a big stupid Arkansas cowboy hat, I'm no, like, the hey. big Razorback costume. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, yeah, big red. Yeah, just show up, be like, "Hey guys, who won the ball game? I don't know." <laughs> uh, yeah, I, but I would do that. Um, 
How many touchdowns did he throw for again? Seven? <laughs> Seven? My goodness, that seems like a lot, is it? Because <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I don't know. I mean, wh- what are your thoughts? Do you th- do you want this to happen? Like, considering, like, you have a... I think it'd be great. A, you think it'd be great to get yeah. rid of the Big Ten and just divvy them up throughout the conferences? Yeah, I think it would. Because the SEC is the only big conference. Then you have Big Ten, Big 12, ACC. They'll have one or two great teams, and the rest are crap. Right. SEC, three crap teams. Vanderbilt, yeah, Kentucky, yeah. and Ole Miss. Yeah. They're horrible every yeah. year. Arkansas, Missouri are up and down. They, they are. Arkansas has had, Arkansas has had a hard run the past seven or eight years. You know, a lot of that was due to uh, all the different, like, coaching changes and, and, and things of that nature. Now, th- that's not to say that the coach is who wins games, but mm-hmm. if you don't have someone who can motivate them, I mean, you're coming off of Bobby Petrino, who was a motivator motivator. They used to sit top ten every year. Yeah. And then you got, uh, what, what is it, John, John, it's John Smith, John L. Smith, wasn't that it? Isn't that? Yeah. And, like, they asked him, like, what's your plan to coming out in the second half, coach? He was like, sometimes you got to smack him on the butt and say, let's go. <laughs> and you're like, that was not an answer, John. Okay. He's like, all right, I'm going to go get my oatmeal. I'll see you. Uh, you know, it was just crazy. And he was an interim coach for one year. Then they brought Brett Bielema in, who Brett Bielema actually started showing a little bit of promise. Like it wasn't we, horrible. Yeah, he it wasn't. wasn't Morris. Oh, no, no. There's, there has been none like that, <laughs> but, uh, but you know Brett Bielema, he, he, he didn't get any worse, but he never got any better. Mm-hmm. So, and then his last two years got a little worse, and then the last year was really bad, and so they got rid of him, and then they brought in Chad Morris, who collectively won four games over the course of two seasons. It's horrible. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, I mean, and then when they brought Sam Pittman in, I was like, well, I mean, I don't know. This guy at least seems to be a motivator. Uh, he's an O-line coach, so maybe he can build our line back up. You know, maybe we can have a chance. And they came out, and it wasn't a great season last season. But what it was was a lot of fun. Progress. It was progress, and that's a lot of fun to watch whenever you've been watching a garbage team for the past seven years. Yeah. Whenever you see progress, you're like, okay, great. So I'm excited to see what this year holds. Instead of 42 to zero, it was 35 to seven. That's right. Hey, yeah, you know that's a 14 point swing. Yeah, yeah, and you know, uh, maybe we can turn it around and 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 do some big stuff this year. I hope so. Um, I'm not gonna, you know, hold my breath, but uh, but I'm excited to see what comes of it all. Uh, I am curious about what you're doing. <laughs> well, you never know also. You could always be one player away from like a real magnetic season. Like remember when we had Matt Jones, even though the rest of the team was never very good when we had Matt Jones. But we were good. We always felt like we were in any game because it was so entertaining and so much fun to watch and they'd go to like seven overtime yeah. shootout games. Yeah, that was against Ole and Miss. I remember that game. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that happened. So you never know. You could be one dynamic player away from just having the greatest season. Like remember Darren McFadden kind of came out of nowhere for I mean, us. Yeah, I did have Kobe Hamilton. Yeah, I was saying, Jones but, and Peyton. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've had a lot of big names. Uh, uh, Just none recently, Savage. Well, Henry. No. What, uh, Hunter Henry? Hunter Henry. Yeah, and yeah. now we have his two younger brothers, Hayden and Hudson. And we had the Wilson. They weren't, one of them was really good, one was. Eh. You're talking about the Allens. Yeah. Brandon Allen. And yeah. then, I was thinking uh, Tyler Wilson. He's yeah. decent. Yeah, you're thinking Tyler Wilson. He was decent in college, and then now he sells RVs in Alma. Yeah. Uh, you know, Brandon Allen was pretty good. Brandon Austin Allen was Allen pretty good. Austin not Allen was good. not very good. Um, but KJ Jefferson's going to be uh, well is who is projected to be our 
our our go to man this year. Uh, he's a big guy. I mean, he's that like, is what six four. Six yeah, five. he's he's something like that. He, I know that he's wide receiver uh, size. Yeah, wide receiver size, but he's got a and he, he's pretty quick. He's got a lot of strength. So you know, be exciting to see what uh, what he can do. He's been waiting patiently, and I think it's time to see what he can do. Yeah, you never know. It's one of those things that, like we said earlier, you can catch lightning in a bottle, and you never know what the season route can turn out. They probably aren't going to win any national championships, but that doesn't mean Don't you still can't have one, one, one entirely. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, he, I know. He don't got care. me with that one. Yeah. I mean, just because they're broken eggs, don't mean you don't count the chicken out. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Anyway, but I do agree with what you're saying. Like I see us, I see us having a winning schedule this year or a winning record this year, and I I actually see us winning our bowl game this year, which is, you know, it's progress. It's progress. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be some, you know, BCS championship game. Not no Rose Bowl game. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a Rose Bowl. I, I think it'll be like you know. The uh, the toilet bowl or uh, maybe a chili bowl. Now back steakhouse bowl, the Go Daddy bowl. <laughs> yeah, the one they played Virginia Tech in a couple of years ago. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Nah, it was no name bowl. Well, it was it was more than a couple of years ago. Was it? Yeah, because the past two years we ain't made a bowl game. <laughs> Four years ago then. Yeah, but uh, last yeah, last time we had an Olympics. <laughs> yeah, last time we had an Olympics. I think that yeah, well yeah, that was the last bowl game we went to. All right, so uh, we'll we'll jump off of uh, college football and we'll kind of squeeze this last thing in. Uh, let's let's talk about the NBA draft. Uh, it's happening this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time you, the listener, are hearing this, night one will be done. Round one will be done. Uh, and I, I I think it's Thursday and Friday. Uh, yeah, or Friday, Saturday, one of them. I know it starts Thursday. It, okay, it doesn't so, matter anyway. Yeah. Uh, so let, let's talk about. I, Pretty much the uh, the top pick, I, I think everyone uh, since the beginning of the NCAA season this past season has known that Cade Cunningham is going to be the number one pick. Go Pokes. Yeah, you know, and, and he's he's an awesome ball player. And he was the high school roommate to Moses Moody mm-hmm. uh, when they were right. down in Florida. And Moses, of course, played for the Razorbacks and was selected most of the year to be the number two pick. Yeah, now he's like top ten. He, yeah, I, I think he is. Let me let me look through this real quick and uh, we'll see. I think he's like eight. Nope, not eight. The one I saw, he was six or eight. One of them. Ah, uh, let's see. He is neither on this one. And this is from NBA.com. Oh. So uh, we'll, we'll, I'll look for him here in just a minute. But uh, Cade Cunningham is uh, projected to be the number one pick. Um, they uh, what hit to the Pistons, right? I think they have the first pick. Yeah, Pistons have the first pick, and I'm sure that they'll want to pick up Cade Cunningham. I have CBS Sports' uh, mock draft up, and they're projecting Moses Moody going to the Bulls at eight. Yeah, uh, that's another rumor I've heard, and I'm not going to lie to you. A couple things. Number one, uh, it seems like there's a trend that swine turns bovine, okay? Pigs turn into bulls. And uh, they suck until they leave, like say, Bobby Portis. Yeah, yeah, shout out Bobby Portis. And they become a buck. Hey, you know what? You know what? Let's, let's stop for just a second before we go any further on this, and let's acknowledge the fact that Brandon was the one, was the one who predicted it correctly. Bucks and six. Congratulations to Giannis and, and Chris Bobby. and Bobby. Dang it, Bobby. Uh, and, you know, so congratulations to the Bucks. They, they win. They earned it. I, I was happy to see it. Thank you, thank you. I'll let you guys borrow my time machine. All right. Uh, yeah, sweet. I need that to see if Arkansas ever gets better. 
Okay, so we're looking at Cade Cunningham to the Pistons. Is that what you're showing as well on CBS? Yes. Okay, yes, it's num- almost consensus. Okay, number two is Jalen Green to the Rockets. Yeah, he's not even in college. He's a like a uh, what's it called? Travel ball player. Oh, okay, very cool. Uh, number three, Evan Mobley to the Cavs. Do you, what do you, what is CBS? I got Scotty Barnes, and that's the one that I just got through reading earlier. Did we received from Gonzaga. Uh, Florida State. Florida State. To the Cavs though. Uh, to the Cavs, yeah. Okay, um, Jalen Suggs. From that's Gonzaga a, yeah, that's to the Gonzaga. Raptors. I knew he was up there. He's really good. You don't have Jalen Suggs on there for real? I, I got Evan Mobley out of USC. <laughs> okay, that's well, Evan good. Mobley is who I had going or who NBA draft shows going to uh, the Cavs. Uh, number five is Scotty Barnes to the Magic. Uh, that's what I saw Moses for earlier. Was number yeah. five to the Magic. Um, what do you have on five? Suggs to Orlando. Suggs to Orlando. Yeah, I, I think our teams will line up because it's going in order of their picks. Um, uh, number six, Jonathan uh, Kaminga from G League Ignite. I got James Booknight for the, oh. to the Thunder. Okay, I have James Booknight to the Warriors on, on the seventh pick. Um, and that's where I got Kaminga. Okay, so just swap those. Uh, Debion Mitchell from Baylor to uh, the Magic via the Bulls in the eighth round. That's where or, I got excuse me, not the eighth round. Eighth but pick. And that's where I got Moses. Moses. Okay. That's, that's well, apparently was, uh, the Bulls eight. have made a deal, so they gave their pick to the Magic. That's why I saw he was on the Magic at eight. Okay. Um, number nine, Franz Wagner uh, to the Kings. Same. From University of Michigan. Uh, oh, that's Mo Wagner's brother. All right. Dope. Uh, number 10, Keon Johnson to the Pelicans from Tennessee. I'm showing Corey Kispert from Gonzaga. He's pretty okay. good too. Yeah, he mustache. is. Mustache. Yeah. The on, stash. On par with the handlebar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Wait, you had Moses in the top 10? Yes. Okay, sweet. Number eight. Okay, Did you? Which, if that happens, no, I mean, I. Uh, number 11, Josh Giddy to the Hornets. I don't want to butcher his name. Alperin Singun from Turkey. Okay. Uh, okay, number 12, I have Moses Moody to the Spurs. That wouldn't be too bad. I got Josh Giddy from Australia to the Spurs. Okay. Uh, let's see here. We're just going to do the top 15. I don't want to go through all this. Number 13, Jalen Johnson to the Pacers from Duke. Jalen Johnson. Okay. Number 14, Kai Jones to the Warriors from Texas. I got Davion Mitchell from Baylor. Oh, okay. that dude's good. That is a bad dude. Okay, so... Uh, but they're suggesting a trade. That would be the pick from Washington going to the... The Warriors. So, oh, okay. So, yeah, that, they're trading up. Okay. Uh, yeah, man. So, I've got a bunch of different mock drafts for the first 14 picks. Uh, most of them look about the same. Mm-hmm. A few things a little different. Um, yeah, so... I'm going through here, and there's no real huge surprises. Uh, surprises. They actually did go, and they have a lot of people from overseas in this draft as well in the top 20. Right, and I've noticed uh, this year in the Olympics, uh, a lot of NBA players are playing for their home countries, mm-hmm. like uh, Lucas playing for Slovenia. Evan Fournier, he's not a big name, but he's playing for France, Yeah, he, and he popped off against Team yeah, USA. He, he did. I was watching that game. Rudy Gobert for France also. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so uh, some other different guy's name though. Now I, I don't know if it, is Kristaps is he playing for Latvia? I don't think he's playing. You don't think he's playing at Kyrie's all? Kyrie's not playing for Australia. Oh he yeah, he would, but he's not. Kyrie? He's from Australia. Is he? Yeah. I know Ben Simmons is. I didn't know mm-hmm. Kyrie was. So is um Patty Mills from. I Spurs. knew that. 
No, I do agree with uh, Mo- Moses Moody going top 10, though. Yeah, I, I think... Uh, now, I would very much so like to see Moses Moody go to the Bulls, obviously, because I'm a Bulls fan. Uh, and I I don't know. I just It gives me another reason to be like, okay, I, this can keep the fire lit, because if, if something doesn't reignite the fire, I'm going to have to abandon the Bulls here before it, too it's long. It's one of those things, though. Watching him play, and I know it's biased opinion, because we see him more than you know other people would actually witness him play, since we're from here. Right. But... Uh, he has this it factor that I don't know. There's something special about that kid, and I think wherever he ends up, they're getting a real gem. Well, I, I agree with that. The the one thing I can say, and once again, this is my opinion. It's no no fact or anything, so don't anybody freak out too much. But I think that Moses Moody, I think that Moses Moody uh, actually kind of hurt himself, uh, and and I don't mean physically injured himself. I think he kind of hurt his. I mean, earlier in the season, uh, Cade Cunningham has always been, hey, that's going to be the number one pick. Well, for the longest time, Moses Moody was the number two pick. Everyone knew Moses Moody was going to go in the, the second pick. I mean, he was number two. I mean, they they just knew it. And as, towards the end of the season, uh, I, I don't know. He, I don't know. It, it seemed like he was holding back a lot. He wasn't scoring nearly as high, but it's not because he's missing a lot of shots, because he's not taking near as many shots. And I don't know if he was trying to protect his stat sheet or, you know, with like a field goal percentage or, or something like that. But I think that because he really didn't show up and really perform for his team in the NCAA tournament, you know, I, I think that that hurt him. Yeah, he I, tried to take it easy so he wouldn't get hurt. Yeah, and I think that is, and to an extent, I understand, but at the same time, you're also showing professionals, hey, I'm more important than the team. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not saying that's the way he felt. I'm just saying that's the way it looked to me, you know? Yeah. So I think if he'd have kept it turned up, then for one, I, I think uh, I think we would have had a, a, a deep, shot to a beat Baylor. Yeah. And, you know, we lost to the national champions in, in the Elite Eight. Uh, I think that if Moses would have showed up, we we could have actually, you know, we could have beat them. The we, championship. we played them closer than anybody else did, and it was a tight game for a little bit. But either way, that's neither here nor there. If the dog hadn't stopped, he'd have caught the rabbit. Um, hey, thanks for sticking with us this long once again on another episode of the Hoot Hobbs Show. Uh, man, I appreciate everyone giving me feedback. It's helping the show out a lot. Please continue to do so. Give me topics you would like to hear discussed, questions you'd like to have I don't know, rambled about. I don't know about answered, but whatever. Uh, And, uh, you know, just follow us on social media. Like, subscribe, download, do everything you can, man. We really appreciate it. Um, This week, I'm going to give a shout-out to my man Jordan Smith in St. Paul, Minnesota, Uh, just because you hit me up in an email. You told me uh, the things that you liked, the things you'd like to hear moving forward. And, man, I just really appreciate that. So I want to say thank you for reaching out. Thank you for listening. And, uh, man, I, I, I just look forward to hearing from you again, okay? So, from all of us here at the Hoot Hobbs Show, I am Hoot Hobbs. My right-hand man to the left, C. Wayne, as always, and our producer, Brandon Torres. We bid you good night. <laughs>